0: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen... I want to be remembered for just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor-Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Welcome to Brain Stuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brain Stuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here with a classic episode from the podcast Archives. Hurricanes and volcanoes are two of the most fear inspiring and awe inspiring natural disasters that we humans contend with. In this classic, we talk about what happens when they team up. Hey, brain stuff, Lauren Volkelbaum here. It seems like a scenario tailor made for a cheesy disaster film, the next big thing on Netflix or a soon to be sci fi network classic a rumbling volcano on a remote tropical island. A monstrous hurricane barreling relentlessly towards it. Lava, lightning, stinging rain, flooding, man-eating sharks dropping out of the sky. It would strike that last part. This isn't Sharknado. But the odd coupling of active volcano and hurricane still can be pretty cool and scary. And it's very real. When a hurricane meets a volcano, and it happens probably more often than you think, some strange and wondrous sparks begin to fly. How big those sometimes literal sparks become depends on a few key factors, of course, including the strength of the hurricane, how active the volcano is, and the topography surrounding the volcano. Because of those variables, it's almost impossible to accurately predict what will happen when a big storm settles over a big volcano. But lightning, lava, rain, and winds are all possibilities. We spoke with Stephen Bussinger, a professor in the Department of Meteorology at the University of Hawaii, who admits, We always get excited when a hurricane comes by. In Hawaii, the volcano Kilauea on the island of Hawaii, also known as the Big Island, has been actively spouting off since 1983. Its latest stretch, which began in mid May 2018, has spewed lava from the volcano, destroying 700 houses and adding more than 850 acres that's about 343 hectares of new land to the Big Island. But in August of 2018, researchers from the U.S. Geological Survey said activity from Kilauea's fissure number 8, the largest and most active, has decreased to only a glow. It's not just the lava that makes volcanoes dangerous, though. Volcanoes shoot vast amounts of ash into the sky that can contribute to a lot of rain and flooding. Oregon State University's Volcano World website explains that the ash thrown into the atmosphere can attract and collect water droplets, creating more rain and lightning in the immediate area. When a tropical cyclone or hurricane, heavy with rain and strong winds, is added to that already volatile volcanic weather mix, things can become even dicier. Bussinger said, Its circulation is more vigorous. People can be killed by the heavy winds that result or the lightning that results. Bussinger has a Ph.D. in atmospheric sciences and has been tracking storms, including ones that interact with volcanoes, at the University of Hawaii for some 25 years. Here's a historical example. In 1991, Mount Pinatubo in the Philippines blew its top, the second largest volcanic eruption of the 20th century. When Typhoon Yunya brought heavy rains just as the volcano was erupting, the volcanic ash and rock that Pinatubo coughed up was washed down the volcano's slopes in flows known as lahars, Over the next four years, those lahars, originally prompted by yunya and later egged on by other storms and rainy seasons, eventually caused more damage than the eruption itself. After observing tropical storm Flossie roll over Kilauea in 2013, Bussinger and colleague Andre Patentayas measured something else, a marked increase in lightning. They explained it in a paper in the journal Geophysical Research Letters in 2014. Quote, in the clean atmosphere, you have large droplets form around few particles, and those large droplets tend to fall out before these large droplets have a chance to get up into the upper atmosphere where freezing takes place. It's freezing that's required for electrification. When you have pollution from a volcano that's producing lots of condensation particles, a cloud condensation nuclei, we call it, then you get many droplets. Those smaller droplets don't rain out, and they're more easily lofted above the freezing level. And then you do get charge separation, electrification. By early August 2018, just before Hurricane Hector swung near the southern side of the Big Island, seven tropical cyclones had already made landfall across the Hawaiian Islands since Kilauea began its latest run of eruptions. The three most recent, according to the Weather Channel, were Flossie in 2013, Hurricane Ezel in 2014, and Hurricane Darby in 2016. With Kilauea showing few signs of abating, Hawaii may be facing several more chances at hurricane versus volcano meetings. But even if a tropical storm doesn't directly strike the Big Island, even if it doesn't make landfall and glide over Kilauea, even if the rains and lightning are somehow held to a minimum, can still stir things up around Hawaii. Some of those byproducts, given the alternative, might even be welcome there. The heavy, moist air of a hurricane can help clean the air of the bigger ash particles from a volcanic eruption. And a good windy storm is always welcome by some types in the islands. Bussinger said, It's going to kick up some hellacious surf. (laughs) Today's episode is based on the article Battle Epic When Hurricanes Clash with Volcanoes on HouseToForks.com, written by John Donovan. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favourite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip.